AEW Rampage today? Almost very good. Not up to the standard of recent weeks, but better than last week. That sounds like I've just hedged my bets there, and you'll see why. We go straight into the Owen Hart tournament. Fair enough, it's Swerve Strickland versus Darby Allen. Good match, this. Tight. There's a, that over-the-top stunning, you know, the one that uh, that Darby Allen likes when he goes right over the back of the head. That's done on the outside. So, actually, it just looks a bit tougher. You know, it really does. You've got um, Darby Allen overselling again. You know, there's a knee strike, and it's as if it's, he's been felled, and he can't really, you know, manage, and he won't be able to get up, and all of that, you know. Swerve just carries on doing his work. That lovely kick, he comes off the ropes, hits the kick to the back of the head. He's got such pep and such charisma when he does it. Then a very high suplex, which is lovely. Early on in the going here, it's all swerve. All swerve. Then Alan gets a sudden code red. There is a coffin drop, but swerve gets the knees up because he's seen this thing before, you see. And then lovely back kick again with some, with that, as I say, with that pep and charisma, all of that. You've got a suplex from the inside to the outside, which is lovely. From Swerve, that's actually quite marvellous. Then Starks comes out, grinning as if he's going to do something. He's backed off by um, by Sting. But there's a really nice move to end this. In the distraction, Darby Allen gets the leg grapevine, leans back on it. So it's to push back for the kind of pin and gets it. Beautifully done. Swerve's distraught, and it was very nice, this this match. Now, Sean Spears tells us something we didn't know. He doesn't like wardrobe. We know that. We've seen it many for many weeks. Doesn't matter what you tell us. Doesn't matter how you tell us. We've seen it. Wardrobe will come out. He will finish security. He'll then start shouting. MJF will run away. Uh, Is this your latest big star? Well, you need to do something else with him. Suddenly, Jericho, who's on commentary, gets attacked by Santana and Ortiz. And um, Santana is attacking him. Ortiz is standing there, sort of standing guard. Security come out. One of the security guards shows Ortiz his badge. As if to say, it's okay, we're, we're, we're security. You don't need to do that. <laughs> you don't need to. He's not going to nod at you and say, yeah, come in. <laughs> Next, we've got something which I'm not going to enjoy because it's Jade Cargill. And I don't really like Jade Cargill. I think she's just another kind of well-muscled monster kind of... who who can't really do that much in the ring. She's shown me a bit, but not much. And now she's got the... And I hate saying this. The baddies section. It's terrible. Kira Hogan and Red Velvet. And they are fighting Sky Blue, Trisha Dora and Willow Nightingale. Now, those last two names... Particularly Trisha Dora, she is a great wrestler. Willow Nightingale, too, of different kind. Sky Blue does really well when I've seen her on, on AEW, but here they're just going to be a little bit more than a squash, aren't they? You've got a big pounce from Willow. That's about all the um, all the offense she gets. You've got a, a Kira Hogan guillotine leg drop. That's nice. Spear from Red Velvet. Adora gets the jaded. Adora got nothing in here. And those three women who are really good wrestlers, have all been jobbed out. That's not good. Don't do that to wrestlers who are really good, particularly Trisha Dora, who's something very special. Willow Nightingale will come back because she's got a good uh, mic game as well, but 
I mean, come on. Trisha Dora's really good and... Anyway, I'll stop there because I'm getting a bit cheesed off with it. Next, Keith Lee versus Colton Gunn. Gunn doesn't get any kind of intro. He's just in the ring and announced. But actually, this is actually... This is actually... But actually, this is actually quite a good match, actually. Actually... It's a bit of a mess, and so it should be, because it's not just Colton, it's Austin Gunn outside as well. I don't know what Billy Gunn was doing. He might have been off getting his ass waxed. I don't know. Not sure. Well, he is an ass male, apparently. And, um, well, he used to be in the WWE, didn't he? And this is actually quite good, actually. I'll stop saying actually, actually. Because they both have a go at Keith Lee. He does the double chop. He just does so well. He's got such big hands and arms. Then the snake eyes. There's um, Austin uh, Gunn interferes and gives him a sort of top rope cutter. And Colton then, he, because he, when he's outside the ring, uh, Keith Lee, Colton wants to roll him back in. Can't even lift him. He has to get his brother to help. Tries to lift him. Couldn't even shift him. <laughs> Extraordinary. Colton attempts a fame asser, but he is... Uh, He's picked up by uh, by Keith Lee, as you might expect. Then Colton, he won't leave it alone, tries a swinging neck breaker. He's picked up by Keith Lee, as you might expect, into a Death Valley driver for the pin, really. So yeah, it was a bit of a mess, this, but there was a reason for it. Now we've got Danhausen versus Hook. I'm getting a bit sick of this, so I'm really hoping that we will end this with the I curse you! You know, Hook doesn't get cursed. And I'm not quite sure what they're doing with Hook. More of this in a minute. Danhausen's out doing his chat. And then Hook comes out. His hair's all over the place. Jericho says his hair flying free. It's just sticking out to one side. Should have put more product in it, to be honest. And um, then we get in the ring. Danhausen does the, oh, I think I've made a mistake face that he did last week. Um, and then he says, I want to do this, but not now. Maybe it's too extreme. Maybe we'll do this another day. And... Um, Hook says we'll do this now. Jericho goes crazy. He speaks. Well, Jericho can't have been watching last week's Rampage then, can he? Because he spoke then as well. It might be good to get some eyes on the product that you're in, Chris. <sighs> then we've got Sterling coming out. Smart Mark's like, oh, God, I really dislike him. He's such a bad such a bad heel manager. And then Nice, the charisma vacuum, Tony Nice, who's got his abs out, of course, because that's where his charisma is. It's like uh, Delilah and Samson and Delilah. When you cut Samson's hair, he's got no power. When he doesn't show the abs, he's got nothing, in my view. Nice attacks him. Hook suplexed him. Danhausen curses him. They go. Danhausen thinks, well, this might be a good time for us to work together. The, the, the crowd are shouting Hookhausen, and it might be a good time for them to work together. However, Hook just pushes him to one side and leaves. He looks like a bit of a dick, to be honest. And if you're going to push him as a kind of killer, but as a kind of, you know, as a kind of nice killer, you know, as a kind of, as a kind of face killer, you know, not a heel, not someone who you really dislike, but someone who's a tweener, and you don't want him messing around with Danhausen and making it look like, like you don't like Danhausen when Danhausen is over. It's quite simple. People have been doing it for many, many years in wrestling. You've messed it up. Okay. Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. Caster's superb, and I love the acclaimed. And they're going to try and get in bed with um, Austin and Colton, who don't show any kind of ill effects from 
what happened with Keith Lee, which is a bit of a surprise. And they will go and ask their dad. That's quite nice. Go, go, go. I'll go and ask my dad. <laughs> That's quite good. But I don't want to see them together. What I want to see is the acclaimed as tag team champions because they're great. And here comes your main event, which is Samoa Joe versus Trent Barretta for the ROH TV belt. And it should be something very special. And it doesn't quite get there. First of all, Ian Riccoboni is on commentary. It's like they pulled him up. It's like you know when someone comes to a comes to a meal and um, you say, "Oh, can we just can we just get? We weren't expecting you, so can we just get you between these two? And <laughs> and you can't quite use your knife and fork because you're sandwiched in. It's like that. He's right on the end of the table. He, he's enjoying being there, but you know, they have to, and the, and they bring him in. Excalibur brings him in because they haven't been speaking to him too much. And I can understand that's a difficulty. So they bring him in and all of that, you know. But um. Joe shows that he's got power early on. As we know, we know he's got power. There's a huge Samoa Joe kick outside. Massive elbow, dro- uh, elbow drop. And Orange Cassidy is on, is on the outside. Samoa Joe mocks him with the hands in pockets, which I'm very happy about because I'm bored with Cassidy's stick as well, to be honest. Then you've got a sweet tornado DDT from Trent Beretta because he can really work, you know. Kicks out of the power bomb. Pin attack. You know, he power bombs him, but it doesn't look very powerful because he holds on to Samoa Joe for the pin. That It looks a terrible move, that to me. So he segues to the STF, then goes to a massive clothesline, but Trent Beretta counters the muscle buster for a roll-up. Now Joe must have thought, what am I going to do now then? When Beretta rolls in, though, into the uh, runs in into the corner, Joe hits a huge urinagi. And then, very quickly, rear naked choke for the tap. That was great. In comes Satnam Singh and, uh, and um, obviously, Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. And while Satnam Singh is doing the shenanigans, the kick shenanigans with, with Cassidy, luckily... Lethal attacks Samoa Joe, so we don't have to watch Orange Cassidy much anymore, which is great. So there you have it. It was an okay um, rampage. It wasn't great, and I don't really think it was up to standard of some of the others. But then the others have set very high standards. But it was perfectly serviceable. I enjoyed seeing it, and I enjoyed it more than Dynamite. It's got... It's got less ridiculous angles than Dynamite. I keep saying this, that's really important to me, that the wrestling is good. I'll be watching next week, inevitably, because you know what? This is one of the best wrestling shows when it's on song in wrestling at the moment. Ta-ta. 